This is the Shanice Lewis Show, the number one podcast for plus-size women. With your host, the queen of curvy conversation, Shanice Lewis. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Shanice Lewis. Today is a Monday, April 19th, 2021. Make sure you're following this show's social media pages on Facebook at The Shanice Lewis Show and on Instagram and Twitter at Shanice Show. And make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast provider and never miss a show. Today, we have a very special guest. Actor, model, and activist Haley Hasselhoff is known for being one of the world's leading curve models and has made an impact within the fashion world, committing to promote and celebrate inclusivity in the industry for all genders, races, shapes, and sizes. Haley has designed for the plus-size brand LV, which caters to sizes 14 to 38, and she's released two collections so far, which have been sold online in Nordstrom's as well as international retailers Next and Navabi. Haley began her journey into body positivity after starring in the lead role of Amber in ABC's Huge and has since maintained her passion for acting, appearing in other TV shows such as Why Women Kill on CBS and Disney's Pair of Kings. Haley also previously appeared on Good Morning America as the stylist contributor and is an avid writer regularly contributing at Marie Claire UK as the fashion and well-being editor alongside her curve column. Most recently, she made history as the first curve model to appear on the cover of Playboy Germany, and we are so, so excited to speak with her today. Let's welcome Haley to the show. Hi, Haley. Hi, how are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to speak with you today because you are the girl of the moment. Oh, I'm so excited to speak with you. You've done so many amazing things for Curve Women already, and I'm excited to dive in. Well, thank you. So let's learn a little bit more about you. So growing up in Los Angeles, did you struggle with embracing your curves and not conforming to Hollywood's unrealistic beauty standards? I think like everybody, you know, as a teenager, you struggle with the idea of not looking like your peer. You know, I always talk about this idea that, you know, in school you aren't taught that you come from two different parents and two different genetics and that even though you're the same age as somebody, you're going to be developing differently, right? So whether it was growing up in L.A. or just being a, a normal teenager, I did struggle with this idea of, you know, developing a lot earlier. I got a bus at a very young age, which caused, you know, bullying and, and so forth. And I think as I, in my opinion of things, I, I definitely struggled with this idea of feeling comfortable in my body, but I always strove to be different. That was one thing that I always kind of pat myself on the back for is that even from a very young age, no matter what bullying I might have encountered, I always was with the mindset of um, I enjoy being different. I am me, and this is who I'm always going to be, and I want to celebrate that even if somebody tries to take that away from me. Yeah, and you did learn at a fairly young age to embrace your curves because you started plus-size modeling at the age of 14. Now, how did you even discover the plus-size industry, and who inspired you? 
So when I was very young, I always wanted to be an actor. It's like, you know, when they ask you when you're two years old at school, like, what do you want to be when you're older? And I was like, I want to be an actress. And I just loved being able to storytell. I loved being able to put myself in other people's shoes and to have empathy towards others. And so my one of the, a person in our family, a friend of ours, came and approached me when I was 14 and said, you know, there's this plus-size market. Maybe you want to get into modeling. And I just never really thought of modeling. It was never on my my career path or something that I thought I could do or that I'd be interested in. And I had a meeting with Ford Models. I got signed right away, and I started becoming the spokesperson for Tord over here in America at 14. And so when I was 14, I started being their spokesperson where I would travel around America when they were having these model searches, and I was the model that was representing the brand. And I got to see, oh, my God, there's girls that look like me that identify with what I'm dealing with in my own, you know, teenage experience. And it, from that point, it was like, oh, my God, there's such, it's so much bigger than just me being a model in this industry. But it's also about being able to speak up that body inclusivity is something that is available, that is a conversation that's already been started. And I want us to be able to know that beauty does come in all different shapes and sizes. So did you ever have any obstacles in your career um, getting it off the ground, or did you just start working immediately and everything just fell into place after that? Oh, I mean, no. I mean, you know this industry. I've been in this industry now for 14 years. There's always going to be highs and lows. You know, there's always going to be peak moments. There's always going to be down moments. But it's about being able to be resilient in your own belief in yourself. Um, you know, I was very blessed, obviously, from the start of my plus-size modeling career at 14 that I it got kicked off the ground immediately and toured kind of took me underneath their wing. But it wasn't an easy journey for me. You know, I started growing and developing into my own figure, naturally lost some weight um, just because, you know, as a teenager, you just develop into where your body takes you. And so I ended up kind of shifting gears within the curve industry for modeling, and that's when I sort of got back into acting and where my passion was. I was actually going to go to fashion school and um, go to design when I was 17. I graduated from high school very early, and um, then I booked the lead on Huge. So, you know, I've had obstacles along the way, and I still do to this day. I think that's only natural in this career, but I've been very blessed to be resilient enough to always know that there's so many other opportunities and I've always loved wearing different hats and finding different ways to create within the same message because it's kept things interesting for me, but it's also allowed me to really explore my creativity in this craft. So, um, no, it hasn't always been an easy journey and I don't think it'll always be an easy journey for me here on out. But I think that's a part of our industry and that's a part of um, the fear of the unknown as an artist is something that we have to enjoy and walk alongside as well. Now, why do you choose to call yourself a curve model instead of a plus-size model? I mean, girl, you can call me a curve model, a plus-size model, whatever kind of model you want me to call me. I think <laughs> at the end of the day, I have, I have no problem with either of those words. I think there's a controversy behind curve models wanting to be called models rather than being curved or called plus size. But for me, because I started in this journey as a plus size model, which then I think the word developed into curve, right, over time, which I'm sure you, you feel the same, it sort of had an evolution into being plus size models to then being curve models. 
So it's really more of just developing this idea of following where the industry term has been taken to. Um, and for me, it's only giving me love and light. And I really have no problem with being able to identify myself as a curve model or identify myself as a plus size model because I think it's the way you look upon the word. And for me, it's given me so much success and greatness. And as somebody who's also been on the designing field of it as well, you start to understand a bit more on why they had the straight size board, why they had the curve board back in the day, because it helped brands be able to identify with what their size range would be able to, um, you know, lend itself to when they were booking. But so you're not one of those models that wants to abolish the word plus size because there's some models in the mainstream media that say they just want to abolish the word plus size. They hate it so much. And to, and to each of their own, you know, I'm not here to say like that, that one way is the right way. I'm saying that this is just what feels comfortable for me. You know, I am fine with being called a model. I'm fine with being called a curve model. I'm fine with being called, you know, a plus size model. I have no problem with being called any of it because I know that Deep, I'm just doing my career and I'm doing my path. But I, I'm for some reason, maybe it is because I've, I've been in this industry for 14 years and I've always been called a plus size or curve model, but I have no problem with it because I love my body for what it is and for what the industry lends itself to it for with me. Right. And you have recently made history as the first curve model to grace the cover of Playboy Germany. Now, this is huge. How did this come about? Well, obviously, we've been in this global pandemic for quite some time now, and it came about a couple months ago. Playboy approached my team, and it was a very collaborative experience of, you know, being able to make sure that I felt as comfortable and included into this process because it is an intimate shoot that I've never done before. But there was just no way for me to say no to an opportunity to create with Playboy and someone like Ellen Von Erwitz during this time to make this type of movement. Um, to be able to pave the way for women to feel like they're desired, they're loved, they're wanted, they're heard, no matter what shape or size, with somebody just as iconic as Playboy, has been such a grateful experience for myself. And to do it during a time when I think that our anxieties over our self-image and our social anxieties are on the rise, um, it felt so natural for my own self. You know, there was not a lot of preparation that came into the shoot. It was very much of when were the right COVID precautions for us to get to the right city or country to shoot in. Um, so it really allowed myself to go into a deeper practice of my own radical acceptance of my body and understanding that the here and the now is about celebrating us as we are. And uh, I just, I, I can't tell you, it was such an amazing experience for me and my own personal journey to do this during a, a global pandemic, but also to see the reaction has been so unbelievably overwhelming and beautifully overwhelming. Do you consider this the biggest accomplishment accomplishment you have as a model? Gosh, you know, that's a hard question for me to answer. I mean, I think that this is definitely a huge accomplishment because it's made such a big stride and it's allowing us to actually see that we are making movements happen within inclusivity. But I think as an artist, I feel like I always, I, I, I look at it as every accomplishment that I've made is the biggest accomplishment, you know, and I think that, that I need to look at it that way. But for 
the accomplishment within the movement itself, yes, definitely. This is a huge, huge, huge accomplishment. And it's a way for us to see that change is happening, that our voices are being heard, and that, you know, being able to be represented is something in which, unfortunately, we still do need a long way to go, but there are movements being able to happen, and I'm so, so grateful that I get to be able to be a part of it. So do you spend a lot of time in Germany? Did you shoot this in Germany? How did um, Germany um, have you on their radar, this Playboy Germany? Well, it's obviously they've never shot a cover of a curved um, woman on the cover of Playboy in any European market. So it was it came about really because Playboy Germany has a great relationship with my family. I've worked there for many, many years on my own merit with different brands like Chico and Kobe Sexy, Berlin Fashion Week. Um, you know, it, the list kind of goes on. But I think that for us to make this movement with somebody like Playboy Germany, because of the European market never having a curve model, I just I think it was a great step forward for them. Absolutely. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay. Hello? <laughs> I lost you. Sorry. Yes. So um, in your announcement on Instagram, you, you stated, my relationship with my body has always stemmed from my relationship with my mental well-being. Now, what did you mean by that? For my own self, right, everybody's journey is a bit different. But I think I've been a body activist, and I've been championing body positivity since I was 14, since really getting into the industry and seeing that I had a voice to be able to speak up that beauty does come in all different shapes and sizes. But as I look back with my challenges as a teenager and as a young adult, growing into my figure and understanding, even though I was still championing body positivity, the understanding of my good and my bad days and where they stemmed from. And I truly believe that it all stemmed from my lack of self-love. And so my lack of self-love, if you break that down even more so, is really the attention that I was giving to my mental well-being and to my mental health. And so as an adult that I sit here today, I can go, I am somebody who's very much body positive, but I feel we are only human, so we're always going to have our good and our bad body days because we're ever-evolving beings, right? But my mm-hmm. body, necessarily on those bad days, I feel so connected to myself because I have a toolbox to go back to to help myself feel better, to be able to get back into my self-care routine and to take care of my mental well-being. So I know that a lot of um, we talk so much about body image and its own right, but I do truly believe that our body image stems from a lot of our relationship with our own mental well-being and our relationship with our self-love and our self-worth. And so it's about being able to build a toolbox that we can always go back to in those challenging moments to help us regain that connection to our body and to our being. And you're really passionate about um, mental health awareness and you created a project called Check In With You. Now tell me about this. So over the course of the pandemic, you know, obviously I went from flying 10 flights a month and shooting around the world to then kind of, you know, being stuck in a house. And I felt the need to have to create and give my experience back. So I created first a series called Redefine You, A Conversation for Well-Being. It was really just a passion project that ended up 
being received very well. So we continued having these conversations. It was talking to friends of mine that were in the industry about the fear of the unknown. As artists, we understand this very, very well. It's something we walk alongside on a daily basis. It was about taking ownership of ourselves and our mental health journeys. Um, and then it, it related back into check in with you. So check in with you was a mental health incentive that I started with 60 plus of my friends. Um, talking about themselves in the here and the now, and they checked in with themselves and what they were feeling and how that they've been managing their mental health during this period. And it was really just a moment to be able to share that you are never alone, that it's okay to not be okay, and that we are all in some way, shape, or form going through something at some period right now. So to be easy on yourself and to identify that the moments that you feel the loneliest that there is a community out there waiting to hear from you and welcoming you in with open arms to make you know that you were always seen, you were always heard, and that there will always be somebody there for you. Is this an ongoing project or is complete? So it's an ongoing mental health incentive. I still have the socials for it. We'll check in with you. Um, it is something that we are still actively pursuing and working with, but more so in panel discussions and bigger conversations. So there's a lot of amazing things that we're doing with May being Mental Health Awareness Month. We've partnerships with nonprofit Project Healthy Minds and also Youth Delegate Leadership. Um, we are bridging the gap to be able to amplify these conversations on a bigger scale. Um, it's just about continuing to have the conversation around normalizing mental health conversations to have it be a more acceptable conversation for you to feel open to have these with your loved ones, your family, your friends and to encourage it with others so that they don't feel alone during this period of time. I mean, I think we, we, we have, it's great that things are, you know, opening up and lockdowns lifting, but there's going to be a lot of other things that are going to come with that, especially when it comes to social anxiety. So I want to be able to promote as much help and awareness as possible that it's okay, not be okay during this time. And if you're struggling, you have a place and an outlet to be able to listen to. That is awesome. Super. And you have so much going on. You're also a designer, and you do you have any new clothing collections coming out? I know you um, partnered with Elvie in the past. Anything else on the horizon? There's definitely things on the horizon that we can't speak about, but what I will say is my love for design started as a very young girl, and that's something that will always carry along with me. Um, you know, I previously said I started when I was 14 in the modeling industry, but I ended up getting my diploma super early when I was like 16, 17, and I was going to go to design school before I booked huge. And I booked huge, and it took me on a journey, a different journey, an acting journey. But I always knew I wanted to get back to design because for me growing up, I loved fashion, but there wasn't availability. So I used to redesign things. I had a whole art studio when I was a kid, and I used to cut things up and sew them together. And it was always this way of me being able to express myself through my outfit to feel confident and comfortable within my figure. And fashion has really been sort of a big way for me to feel great within who I am. And we all have our own tricks of the trade, right, to feel good in our bodies. But for me, it's like having a great outfit on makes me feel like I can conquer any day, especially working from home, I get dressed every single morning because I know that this is what makes me feel good. And so I want to be able to give quality pieces and that availability out to Curve Women. I think that's what we did with LB. You know, we, we created a quality 
tailored to perfection collection um, that was received very well and was sold over here at Nordstrom's. And I hope to continue to be able to give minimalistic quality pieces for availability out there and to continue the conversation that there is still this need for um, more size inclusivity when it comes to quality curved pieces. Right, and what I loved about your collection is that it went up to a size 38. So it was very inclusive because a lot of people just stop at a size 20 or 24, but a lot of plus women feel they're still left out because they they can't fit in it. So that was excellent. You know, it's so important. It was so it was such a learning experience for me when I did the collection as well because there's so many sizes within a size you know one of the biggest things that I've learned in this industry and before I got into the design part and I wanted to be knowledgeable as well about design before I got into it and you know I got offers before do collections and it wasn't right for me in my time of my life I wanted to make sure that I was able to really be knowledgeable about designing it it had every say behind the pattern works the fabrics the quality everything and so when I got into it with LV you know I was there designing it for eight months in the UK and it was like my baby because I wanted to make sure that we really capitalized on sizes, the size within a size. So what I mean by that is that there's so many different size 16s around the world, right? If somebody could have bigger arms but a smaller chest or they could be, uh, you know, beautifully carrying it on their hips but then have smaller arms. And so I wanted to be able to still give them tailored pieces. So in order to do that, we had four or five different, you know, curve fit models come in that were a size 16. So I was able to make sure that I was tailoring the pieces to fit all sizes within a size so that it wasn't just capitalizing on one figure that may fit this one size, but really making sure that it, that it amplified the beauty in all of us. That's awesome. Awesome. And what is your ultimate goal with your career and brand? Because you can go in so many different directions. You're so talented. But what is your Mm -hmm. ultimate goal? You know, my ultimate goal is to get back onto a really great TV series and and really get back into acting because that's where my heart and my love is. But uh, and we've got some amazing projects that are coming out. But I think my ultimate goal, and this is how I always envision it, is. Being doing my own TV series and, you know, being in my trailer, designing my next collection and championing body positivity till the day, till the day I go. You know, I think that, that what we forget about this industry is um, we are ever-evolving beings. So the conversation around body positivity and the conversation around self and ownership of self is always going to be there and always going to be changing. And I want to be able to continue to conquer it and make people feel comfortable with this idea around loving who they are today, and also knowing that loving who they are today exudes into how they're going to love who they are tomorrow. Um, And so there's so many amazing things on the horizon for me when it comes to what I want to accomplish, but the conversations that I want to really be able to make a stamp in this world is size inclusivity, body positivity, and mental health awareness. And those are three things that I will always project into anything that I do. I do a lot of different hats when it comes to what I do in the fashion world, whether it be hosting or writing, but I always want to make sure that I'm projecting back to the bigger movement and really helping us give a space for the ones that necessarily don't feel like they're welcomed because they are welcomed. And that's exactly what you do. And I just, I thank you very much for this podcast and for all that you do for, for the plus size community. 
Thank you. Thank you so much. And do you have anything else happening that we can be out on the lookout for that you can talk about or anything that I didn't touch on that you want to say that's important? I would just say keep tuned to my Instagram, you know, for the coming months with Mental Health Awareness Month. But this cover necessarily, you know, what what we haven't discussed is, you know, it, it's the synergy around the covers actually for May. So it is Mental Health Awareness Month. And, um, you know, it, enough about me and, and more about you guys. You know, for anybody who's listening today, I hope you can start to lead an intent with your life with the three M's. I always movement and mental engagement to write affirmations on days in which you don't feel like you are in touch with your body and you feel challenged to necessarily know that there is a community out there who loves and adores you and that there are beautiful things about social media these days because you can find that community and to make sure to block out the community of people you don't feel like are making you feel good. Because that is the other goal of, of social media is that you have the power to see and follow the people who make you feel good. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm so grateful for all that I get to do. And I love my craft so deeply and all the creative fields that I've gone down. And that's why I do what I do. It's been a saving grace for me for the passion that I love behind um, being able to tell stories and to being able to amplify stories, whether that be through acting or modeling or, you know, being an advocate. But most importantly, the work starts with us and the community that we can build together. And I just, I feel very grateful that I get to have a platform where, um, you know, many women and men and people are able to come and feel like they can share their vulnerable stories and know that they're, they're heard. Now, tell us your official website and social media pages before you go. The website's hhasselhoff.com. My Instagram is hhasselhoff. My TikTok is Haley Hasselhoff. My YouTube is Haley Hasselhoff. And and my Twitter is hhasselhoff. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm like, I hate this. Why am I missing all of these? It's so cringe. Follow me if you want. Don't feel pressure, guys. I'm not not that type of person at all. I do what I do because I love it. And I just, uh, you know, I I enjoy having conversations like this. So thank you. Yes, and thank you so much for taking the time out to be on my podcast today because right now you are in international press on every major outlet. And, you know, sometimes when plus models get major opportunities like that, they forget about the the plus community. So I am so impressed with you today and I enjoy talking with you. Well, it's an amazing community and it's one that stems for, you know, even though we are necessarily breaking barriers in mainstream media, that it's all about being able to remember that we're doing it for the plus size community. We're doing it for the women out there to make them feel inclusive so they can walk outside their house and feel like they're loved and they're seen and they're heard. So I thank you for all that you're doing, and I'm I'm very grateful that I was able to speak with you today. Yes, thank you again, and please come back when you launch your new collection. I will do. You have a lovely one. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. And thank you to my fabulous guest this evening, Haley Hasselhoff. Make sure you check out her social media profiles and her cover of Playboy Germany, which is 
so exciting. I've been your host this evening, Shanice Lewis. Thank you for tuning in and supporting. Until next time, keep thriving in your curves and be blessed. You've been listening to The Shanice Lewis Show. For more info about the show, visit ShaniceLewisShow.com.